welcome to another episode of Lawyer Lifter Podcast. And um, I'll just straight up tell you what this topic is going to be about. It's about having a business or working within that business with family and friends and loved ones and what that dynamic is. Um, but I think what's fun is that I started uh, before these podcast topics is just kind of checking in since it seems like the, since the new year, there's like so many like current events that just pop up and really kind of shake everybody's work week or business week. I know it's like that, you know, here, and I find it to be um, extraordinary because typically in my space, you know, our nose is to the grindstone and I don't really know what's going on in current events, but some of the stuff that's been happening, I'm like, wow. Um, we talked about last episode where literally everybody, um, has COVID. And again, here we are second week. Is this? Yes. This is the second full week of January in 2022. And I I don't know what it is too, but I, I'll literally be somewhere and someone's like, oh yeah, I had COVID last week. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. And it's just, it's become so like, yes, I was like sick and now I'm not sick. And, um, you know, I have been giving a lot of business to one of my clients, um, Pang. And she has imported, she has a connection with um, having at home rapid COVID tests. And so she's just been selling, I think she told me like 700 so far. And, you know, I'm, I'm plopping her in here because she's literally the only one, I swear to God, who has um, at home rapid COVID tests, which is now, you know, like I've been telling everybody, make it part of your first aid kit. It sounds really ridiculous. In my first aid, first aid kit, there's like bandages, there's a lot of ibuprofen. Now there's a stash of COVID at home tests because um, it's funny, like in the COVID time, yes, you can get a cold. Yes, you can get a sinus infection. You can get stomach flu, whatever, but uh, like, now it's just if you feel weird, your mind doesn't automatically go to, oh, I have a like a little cold. It goes to, oh, I could possibly have COVID. Let me take a test. And it's so strange that here in Southern California, you know, everybody's like, oh, I'll just go to a test site. I'll do this. And they're like nowhere to be seen or they take forever or, you know, when people are like, oh, I saw a COVID test like at CVS. It's not there. And, um, so paying my client, you know, DM me for her information, but, uh, she, she's got them $35 a pop 15 minutes. Uh, I believe it's 99.97% accuracy. Uh, it's the same thing that you would find on a shelf at CVS or Walgreens or at, um, any one of those test sites, do it at your home. If you go and, um, DM her, you know, don't buy one, buy multiples, because as I said, it is very much going to be part of everybody's first aid kit. Um, because the truth of the matter is, you know, you feel sick and you don't go to, oh, like it's the common cold. Um, because literally now it appears that the common cold looks like COVID and a lot of people have COVID, this strain or whatever is going on. Um, 
and they have it for it's highly contagious they have it for a brief amount of time and then they they're fine but it's like that's why it's going around like rapid fire um so there's that and then you know um for me in the workspace i started a trial that is um who knows how long it'll be but it it, it started yesterday um it's been in preparation for quite some time and um wow like downtown LA it is in downtown LA I will tell you um I have never been so thirsty or so like coffee with a mask on because I haven't been in a situation for a while uh since COVID where I where I've had to wear a mask and really you know, to argue for long period to talk for long periods of time. And it's just, it's so, um, I I'm so self-conscious because it's like, uh, I I'm not sick, but literally I need to drink all of this water because having this mask makes me so thirsty and also like it's making me cough. So it's, it's such a, so, um, funny to be in front of a judge who's list behind plexiglass, you're behind plexiglass, uh, a reporters, court reporters behind plexiglass. You're being told to speak up. You're coughing. You have to drink water. You have to like adjust. My mask keeps falling. It's all kinds of crazy. Um, <laughs> but that's what's happening now. Um, and then so another thing is like, wow, Bob, Bob Saget passed. You know, and uh, if you guys don't know, you know, maybe way too young for this. He was that dad in Full House, America's Funniest Home Videos. And where I actually liked him in his later careers, um, he was doing a lot of stand-up comedy, which is funny because he is so raunchy, so dirty, so like in your face versus what he's known for on television um, as like a wholesome dad, as like the guy who's you know, showing everybody these cute like videos, but his standup was amazing. So sad to have lost him on Sunday, but you know, segue, I, family, family, man, we're talking about family, <laughs> working with family. Um, I will tell you, yes, actually we sit as in-house for several businesses, um, with family members either employed as employees or as like a um equal part owner uh and and i myself would not do it and this is not necessarily like a legal situation you know it really depends for example um if you are a corporation or an LLC, the the owners or the, the members or the shareholders or the officers or the board, you are expect you you all are, you know, the same. Meaning, you know, like you're all the same color, you're all the same stat, like everything. You are working for the best interest of the business that is a legal standard you all owe each other a duty of fiduciary a fiduciary duty of loyalty um of keeping things confidential of not spewing out trade secrets of not doing something for your best interest but for the interests of the whole of the business and so sometimes i have seen things where 
um, when you do work with someone who's a family member, um, if it's your parent, if it's your husband or um, wife, that those it, it gets sticky, and you know it's not necessarily a legal concern unless there's some kind of like huge wrongdoing. But it it makes for an uncomfortable um, situation because what do we say? I mean, in you know society, psych- psychology, they always say you hurt the ones that are closest to you, and there's a little bit more freedom. Um, with how a person behaves around people they they know. Um, So, and I've seen that where, you know, there are family members who are in a business and they have a little, they have less decorum around each other than they would with a staff member not related. And I, I myself would not do that because I, and that's not saying like there aren't successful businesses and we do have successful businesses that run with family members and close friends. I can't do that because I am a savage, right? Like I, I cannot like, um, just screen, uh, what I say, you know, for God, for God's sakes, you know, like if I, if I act one way with, you know, an employee, um, that's going to be the same that I would act with a family member who's also an employee. And I just don't have the time or the patience to screen that because I can't like make it less, um, savage. Uh, so that's, that's kind of the consideration, right? Like, so what I'm saying is I would treat them equally, but when I go home, I have to deal with hurt feelings you know, and then that becomes like a deal with the hurt feelings, then it may uh, spill over into the work environment, etc. And so that's, that's difficult. It and it also you guys like it, it can um, be a situation where you create sort of like an unpleasant work environment. So if you say you you have like employees, and you're having like a tift with your girlfriend or your boyfriend and you, you know, instead of having that tift behind closed doors, you have it in front of your people. I mean, it undermines authority. It makes people uncomfortable. God knows what you say. Um, So um, your own employees can suffer from that sort of um, uh, work environment. And it's not that you are directing anything towards them, but you're creating a work environment that affects people and makes them perhaps like um, work differently. And so I think that is always the biggest concern is like appearances, right? So also you have to almost act even more harsh, I think, um, with someone you're close with so that like nobody else thinks there's a, like favoritism or nepotism. And we all know, like, you, you know, that's the biggest thing too, is like, uh, owners want like their children to take over the family business, but you also don't want to create a situation where like these, everybody else who's been there longer than your kid is like, Hey, you know, I, that kid's just getting favoritism because that that's the kid, but I've worked here. I've like done this, blah, blah, blah. Um, that can not necessarily rise to something actionable, but, 
create like a work environment that will stagnate or harm the business flow. So it's a fine line here. You know, it's not like I'm saying, oh, no legal causes of action could ever come from a work environment filled with family and friends. I think that's what in a perfect world that is ideal. Like you want to, you want everybody to, you want to fill your business with people you trust. Now, I always say to everybody here and to my clients, I'm like, oh, you guys are family, you guys are friends, but I actually don't ever, um, who I work with, they, they've never started out as my friend um, at all. Like, and that is a strict policy I have. What happens though, is that they become friends and family. They, they're so like, I care for them so much that it is now like that, but they don't start out like that. Um, and I, I do that on purpose because it's like, well, you know, you create that trust through the work and through a common goal and through something neutral. And then you see like uh, what kinds of things that you connect with afterwards. So I don't, I don't know if that makes any sense. That is my preference. Um, I have often wondered as um, owner of a law firm, like, Hey, you know, what if I, um, I, I have my own bookkeeper and my own tax guy, CPA, who I refer out to all of my businesses. And so essentially my guy, John Tiongson, he has not only been with me since, you know, before Uplift, but I've now, he's now like everybody else's CPA, bookkeeper, and tax guy. But my husband is actually an accountant. And so a lot of people are always like, wow, why don't you just employ him? And I'm like, that dynamic would be awful. Like I, you know, I not only have to check myself because, you know, we do have quibbles about how I speak because the way that I speak is very much like um, I don't sugarcoat. I'm just like giving direction and I'm giving instructions. And it's if you work with me, you have to have that like um, uh, that protection, like that armor, because I don't mean it to be like a dick. I always say like, I don't have time to go out of my way to be a dick to you. Like the, the well, how I'm speaking is because shit has to be done. And it's not for me. Like it is, my ego is not here. Like, does this, if you think about your hurt feelings and like the instruction I gave you, does that really benefit Mel in the long run? Like, do I get like a, a Gucci bag out of this? No, like I don't. Uh, it is for the client. So um, leave your ego, leave your, you know, like this personal like thing, um, you know, out the door. That's why, uh, long story short, I could never employ my husband <laughs> because just, there's so many, so many things, and I know better as, than to, you know, jump into that like pit hole. And, and I think I wouldn't do that even, even to like my mom. Like, okay, so my mom, she's retired. She did it right. I think I mentioned that she retired as a registered nurse for Kaiser Permanente. So she's completely bored. I mean, at the time of her retirement, they um, offered full medical benefits, 
um, forever until forever. They don't do that now. So she was able to avail herself of that big thing when she retired. So, I mean, she's completely bored. She's like in a big house. Um, she does a lot of church stuff, you know, her, her friends, she has friends, but she's asked me like, Hey, can I do something like administrative for you? You know, like, well, I'm like, no, like literally no. I know like, it's like you can't because even then I'm sure that I would mess that up because that's my mom, right? Like I'm going to start barking like the way that I do it here. Obviously she's from like completely different generation we have like a different like dynamic here and I'm telling my mom like hey you fucked this up in stapling like really <laughs> like, I'm gonna... and she's gonna be cool like that even though I coach her and tell her not to take things um personally no that's not gonna happen so at the end of the day what am I gonna say to you guys family friends loved ones in your business, that's a totally intimate preference. The only time that counsel will ever oversee and like tell you, my business owners and my entrepreneurs, hey, like you're crossing a line is if there's any kind of advantage or disadvantage appearing um, to the outside world. So you can do it. Just make sure that at the end of the day, that intimate relationship stays intimate behind closed doors and does not spill into a conflict of interest in the best interest of your business, in the interest of making sure that you have a fair and equal and humble sort of work environment. So my, from Lawyer Lifter, Uplift Law, I don't do that because I know myself. For you, that is an intimate situation, but I advise that you are completely clear and candid with your counsel so that your counsel has their eyes on, all right, this relationship, is it creating any kind of conflict in the business because counsel doesn't care about the um, necessarily like the owner or any other like higher up. What they care about is the business. The business is the living thing. So uh, that's what I always tell all of my owners and everything. I'm like, you know, understand I'm not your lawyer. Sorry. Like you didn't, you didn't pay me or hire me to be your lawyer, I'm actually not. So if you do anything shitty, like I'm going to call you out because we represent the business. And in my eyes, it literally is a person, a living entity person. So join us next time for another episode of Lawyer Lifter Podcast. And I hope you enjoyed this one. Thank you for listening to the Lawyer Lifter podcast. You can listen to other podcasts at www.lawyerlifter.com or your favorite podcast apps. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe.